Hi, everyone, and welcome to another installment of The Ethicast. I'm your host, Bill Coffin, and with me today is Ethisphere CEO, Erica Salmon-Byrne. Today, we're going to be talking about the world's most ethical companies. Erica, once again, thanks for joining us. My pleasure, Bill. Happy to be here. Now, Ethicast announced the world's most ethical companies back in March. So can you quickly describe this distinction and how companies can achieve it? Yep, absolutely. Happy to. Thanks, Bill. So the world's most ethical companies process, and it is a process, um, is something that we engage in on an annual basis. It starts with our ethics quotient questionnaire, which is our um, series of questions that we ask organizations to answer about a variety of different practices. Those questions are tied to the weighting of our methodology, and we review five categories when we do the world's most ethical companies process. We look at your governance practices, we look at the quality of your ethics and compliance program, and that's broken down into subcategories, much like the, the uh, federal sentencing guidelines are. We look at your culture of ethics, um, particularly how you are measuring and supporting that culture. We look at your impact on your communities, particularly how you are thinking about and impacting the communities in which you operate. And then we look at your leadership and reputation. Um, the questions in the survey are weighted. The answer options are weighted. It's all tied back to the methodology. Companies then submit documentation to verify their answers on a number of key points, things that we think are particularly important to verify. All of that is reviewed by the review team. And then we make uh, a determination in January each year of which companies make the mark and which companies miss the mark, um, utilizing the input from the review team, reviewing the documents, as well as the auto score on the survey itself. We do our best, <clears throat> excuse me, whenever possible, to compare companies to like companies. So we won't, for example, compare uh, an Irish manufacturing company to a Thai real estate company. We try to group you into designations by your peers. Um, there is no minimum number of companies that make the list in any given year. Uh, it really is driven by that, that, that question of in this bucket of peer companies, who really impresses us uh, as having exceptionally robust practices. Now, not everyone is always happy with the companies that make any given world's ethical companies uh, honor roll. So yeah. does Ethisphere ever receive criticism on that front, especially with regards to the companies that you see on, on the list? Yes. Every year uh, when we release the honoree list, we invariably hear from people who are upset with something a company did in a specific, very particular thing that either impacted them or impacted a cause that they care about. And, you know, to those people, uh, I regularly say, this is not the world's most perfect companies, right? We are not saying that these are organizations who have never done anything wrong, who have never made a misstep, who are saints in corporate form, right? That's not the purpose of the process. This is about recognizing companies who are working diligently to advance their organizations from a culture perspective, an ethics and compliance program perspective, an impact perspective, who are thinking about their stakeholders uh, writ large across the organization. One of the things that I, I will also often point out to people is we find it particularly telling when a company makes a mistake and how they handle it, right? So when we are looking at an organization, for example, who may have had an issue in the past, we will often ask ourselves, what was the problem? What was the company's reaction? What did they do about the problem? Uh, and, and, and that influences the way that we think about the impact that that particular issue might have had on their reputation. So, yeah, we, you know, we absolutely hear from people who think so-and-so doesn't belong on the list. But, you know, from our perspective, using the methodology that we've developed over the course of the last 17 years, mm -hmm. I'm confident that every company that we have put on the list meets that criteria. Are they perfect? No. Am I perfect? No, 
Are the people complaining perfect? No, right? People make mistakes. The question is really, what are the structures and programs you have in place to address those issues and try to fix them as rapidly as possible? And, and yet sometimes people who had a bad individual experience with one of these companies, uh, or they see them in a particularly unflattering light in a media report, uh, feel that that should disqualify them from mm -hmm. being on the list or from receiving World's Most Ethical Companies honors. What do you think about that? Yeah, yeah, no, it, it really goes back, Bill, to the fact that we have tried our best to develop a methodology that allows us to evaluate the company as holistically as we can. And, and that goes back to the fact that we update the methodology every year, right? If you look at the uh, EQ questions that we use to come up with the 2023 list, they look about 40% different than the EQ questions that we use to come up with a 2022 list. So we're continuously evolving our criteria. We're continuously evolving the way that we approach these issues. Um, and, you know, we, we absolutely, when people will question, you know, particular companies that are on the list, those are some of those questions will lead us to add an area of our review that we hadn't previously considered, right? So 10 years ago, we added human rights in the supply chain, as an example, to the way that we uh, evaluate organizations. We now ask questions on that key topic. So, you know, and, and then uh, eight years ago, we added mental health at work. Uh, five years ago, we added DEI programs, right? So we're continuously looking at the things that we consider as part of the methodology of the of the process. And some of those ideas come from people who are bringing things to our attention. And some of those ideas, come, many of those ideas come from our interactions with the companies themselves. But, you know, it's, it's, it, there is, there, there, there is a very deliberate methodology and process behind the people, the companies that wind up on the list in any given year. And so to the people who are, are you know, saying, well, you know, so-and-so had this one issue in this one jurisdiction and therefore they absolutely shouldn't be on your list. Again, we go back to what was their reaction, right? What, what, when that thing went wrong, what did they do? Um, and, and that is one of the things that really informs the way that we think about it. Now, I know that there is a cost to apply to the world's most ethical companies, but mm -hmm. does that make the program pay to play? Yeah, from my perspective, no, Bill, because the, the the application fee does not begin to cover the amount of time that the team spends reviewing applications. And so to the people who think that because we have the word ethical in the title of the honor, somehow that means that we should be donating our time to the review process. These are very talented people who do the review and they deserve to get compensated for the time they spend doing the review. And so you know, it's, it's, it's a, it's, it's so interesting to me, the people who say, well, you know, you, uh, somebody paid you $3,500 for uh, the, the application process. So that means it's pay to play. First off, my integrity is not that cheap, right? <laughs> it's very insulting <laughs> that you might think that, yeah, I can be bought for $3,500, but, but also it's really the purpose of the fee is to partially offset the time that the team spends doing the review process and also giving feedback to our applicants. Um, unlike a lot of other processes that are out there that companies might be using to, to get kudos, if you apply for World's Most Ethical Companies, we give you your scorecard. So we will tell you exactly how you performed against the, the honoree class in each of the categories that we reviewed you on. And that is so, that is is our way of giving you something back in return for the fee you pay to go through the process. So mm -hmm. I I am you know fundamentally um, I'm not going to go so far, Bill, as to say I'm insulted by the people who say the fee makes it pay to play. Yeah. Um, but it absolutely does not. Right? It it is yeah. it is it doesn't even begin to offset the time we put into the process every year. Now, just to be clear, though, 
if you're a company and you pay the fee to undergo the world's most ethical company's application process, that doesn't guarantee that you're going to be named to the honor. Oh, absolutely year, not. Correct. Yeah. No, 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 absolutely not. I mean, in any given, in any given year, we have tons of applicants that do not make the list, um, but they all get a scorecard. Everybody that goes through the process gets a scorecard. So whether you're on the list or you're not on the list, um, you will have a sense of how you performed. Uh, and I have multiple compliance officers tell me it's one of the best benchmarking exercises they do every year. Yeah. And just because you're on the list one year does not necessarily guarantee that you'll be on nope. the next the following year, correct? Nope. Sure does not. Um, on average, Bill, we have between seven and 12 new companies on the list every year. Um, and that is not through growing the size of the list. That is because other companies have fallen off. Mm -hmm. Indeed. Indeed. So, so I guess this all comes down to the big question, which is how confident are you in the integrity of the world's most ethical companies program? Yeah, um, Bill, I'm incredibly confident in the integrity of the world's most ethical companies process. Um, and it's part of the reason why I'm very comfortable being the face of the world's most ethical companies process and of Ethosphere as a whole. Because if if you could see but if you could see behind the scenes the time that goes into the review process, the amount of hours that the team puts into reviewing a particular company's application, digging into our own third-party research. We read, Bill, so I mean I I'm not going to say we've read more 10Ks and 10Qs than anybody else on the planet, but we read hundreds and hundreds of 10Ks and 10Qs as part of our evaluation process. We go, we dig into Factiva data sets. I mean, there's there's so much work that goes into the process and so much care and time that goes into the process um, that that I'm, ex I'm exceptionally confident and proud of the companies that we put on the list because the they, they wind up on the list because of the process we go through. And so to anybody out there who is questioning the way we put the list together, I strongly encourage you to read all of our methodology documentation. We are so public with the way we put the list together. There is a multi-page FAQ documentation that, that goes into the, the methodology, the way we create the EQ, the updates we do to the question. You can read the redlined ethics quotient every year for free. So if you're wondering what we're looking at and the questions we're adding, that is a service that we make available to the community. Um, and all of that really goes into the fact that, that we, are, we are trying to support and recognize companies that are, are making every effort to do the right thing. And, and that, is what, that is the purpose of the world's most ethical companies process is we celebrate companies that believe that strong ethics is good business. And, and, and that's what the methodology is intended to measure. And those are the companies that we that we recognize every year. Well, Erica, it's always a pleasure to speak with you. Thank you so much for sharing your insights with us today. My pleasure, Bill. Thanks so much for having me and for giving me the chance to um, to try to answer some of these questions. Because you know, I, the the people who are who who let us know what they think about the companies on the list, we re, I read every email. Um, and you know, hope, hopefully this was hopefully this was helpful in answering some of those questions. Indeed. Well, to learn more about the world's most ethical companies, please visit worldsmostethicalcompanies.com. Click on the FAQs tab to learn more about our selection process and click on the 2023 honorees button on the main page to view the 135 companies that earned World's Most Ethical Companies honors this year. I'm Bill Coffin, and this has been the Ethicast. For more episodes, please visit the Ethosphere Resource Center at ethosphere.com slash resources. Thanks for watching, and we'll see you next time.